All right, we are live. Coffee All right, regular. Coffee regular. So I'd like to open up today's episode with an apology. Mike, I'm sorry I broke my promise. I wanted you to give me all my belts, and I didn't even make it to one. Okay. Because <laughs> this weekend is a looming belt promotion. My daughter and I are going to belt promotion. She's been crushing souls, so she's surely going to get promoted. I don't think I should be, but I may be. Great. And I may tear up a little for all the wrong reasons. So I wanted to open up that today with an apology and then move into our love-hate relationship with belts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel the need to apologize for anything. It's just uh, you understand the loyalty aspect of, like, belts and stuff. And it's, see, that's, like, one of those things that's lost in, like, today's culture. Yeah. It's, no, like, I'm all the, about loyalty. Yeah. It's the loyalty on honor and kind of that code that every teacher and, like, you know, every student or every martial arts movie even, like, you know, you have the yeah. the grassroots student that comes up and, you know, blah, 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 takes your spot, this, that. That's how it is. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, in jiu-jitsu, it just doesn't happen that way anymore. It was, it tried. It, it was that, that way. way, wasn't it? It was for a long time. Like, and there was like the Crianche movement, which is like the the, the term for like traitors and all that stuff. It's just like, hilarious. Yeah. Now it's just like, now it's kind of gone by the wayside because people are like, if you want to be good at jiu-jitsu, you got to train with people. you got to exchange ideas somewhere. Like, yeah, you can't I mean, have this like, closed-off mind. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. The I just, the belts are, like, so important. But at the same time, they're, like, the least important thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it kind of harkens back to a couple previous episodes for um, jiu-jitsu and the internet, I think, is one of the reasons why people are okay with traveling and then sort of belt rank, uh, I don't know, defining your humor level. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, in Taekwondo, I think we, I was one of the few people as a school and the two different schools that I trained at or three, three different schools that I trained at I'm a bit of a nomad. One place closes the other, I got to go somewhere else, but we all would, we'd have friends, we would travel, we would meet people, we'd go spend a week training here or invite people to spend, spend it, like people sleeping on your couch and just training and stuff. And that was really weird in Taekwondo even then. Mm-hmm. And I still think it might be, I don't know, but it's very common in Jiu Jitsu. It's, really. Now it's very common in Jiu Jitsu. Yeah. I mean, look at Jiu Jitsu Globetrotters, mm-hmm. you know, and, there's like yeah. man, almost a whole database for like couch surfing, like yeah, yeah. which crash on if you do Jiu Jitsu. Like. It would be, it should be the ultimate vacation. Yeah. In my mind. Super but, cool. Mm. Um, yeah belts like I don't know coming up where I was it was just so weird like I just again like I had that that one coach and stuff it was just nuts and like he just Mm. took that to the whole next level like I don't know like during the period of time you know where I was just in it you know I was trying to get my belts my whatever like Mm really kind of hammered at home like don't care about the belt just acquire the skills so yeah. I just kind of tried to adopt that as much as I could because yeah. at the time like I just wasn't in the favor of the promoting instructors like because yeah, I was yeah. hanging out with the wrong people whatever you want to call it like yeah. they yeah. just weren't into me or my clique of humans at the time if you want to call it that but I gotcha. they just there was that division within the gym so like there was people who got promoted and there were people who didn't get promoted more more or less like oh nice um upsides and downsides to that yeah Yeah. so 
but that's the thing, people that were getting promoted weren't exactly, like, you know, Trump and the people that weren't getting promoted, the people that, that weren't getting promoted were just, like, going out, smashing, having fun, and then, but not getting the, not getting anything. the recognition yet. Uh, I guess that's the one upside to a belt factory. Yeah. Yeah. That at least it's you'll get promoted. Jiu-jitsu, <laughs> it's, it's honest. It's going to tell you at some point or another. It's yeah. It's going to tell you that you get the belt and you, you know, sit there and get the mm. crap kicked out of you because you don't have the skills. Yeah. Or, you know, you grow into it a little bit. You, you know, there's a lot of ways. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't pass a half guard last, the, the other day. This one dude, man, he's a fucking half guard. Mm-hmm. That's all we were doing was passing half guard. I passed him twice in three, in, we were doing, what, three minute rounds, and I had three of them against that dude? Twice. <laughs> it was nuts. Now, he, only, he submitted me once, mm-hmm. and, you know, he was having trouble passing my half guard, but he would eventually get around it. He did more than I did. And, I don't know, that's the other end of it, too, is, A, I feel guilty, B, I don't feel deserving, and I'll see. I don't even know if I'm going to get a blue belt or not. Yeah, I don't really care. Yeah, but that's yeah. the, the greedy end of it too. Is I want to hold on to my white belt. Yeah. Oh, I want it. Right. <laughs> I just want to keep it, and that's so selfish of me now. Yeah. But <laughs> I know what you mean. Like, it's funny because one of my friends who actually just recently like came back, he had a purple belt. Mm. He always asked to be demoted like he always oh, awesome. he always oh you've told me about him yeah. <laughs> yeah he was there last night it was, like, it was amazing yeah. he came in with his purple belt like tucked in his gi he didn't want to like <laughs> he's like can I just wear my blue belt and like every single time like nope where your rank you earned it you know you, earned you gotta be honest belt. man yeah you are can't lie <laughs> that's funny yeah like you may not train as consistently or whatever but you're that rank so yeah, you were there belt. at one point yeah, yeah. so wear the belt <laughs> Uh, so he'll he'll kick back into it eventually. So All right, that brings up an interesting question for me. Okay, so um, of being demoted or demoting yourself. Okay, so I um, done a lot of judo, but I've done a lot of uh, not as good as it should have been judo is how I'm definitely describing it now. So many details that I know now that I didn't know when I got my black belt in that system. Mm-hmm. I was good for what we had. Yeah. I could apply a lot. I was fine. But now I know so much more. So I have effectively just wiped my judo black belt clean. Like, I don't really want to be... Like, no. I'm done with it. Yeah. Like, I'm white belt again, but not really. Kind of the same... I mean, similar problem that I had going into jiu-jitsu where I'm a fake white belt. I know a lot of stuff the white belt shouldn't know. Yeah. But there's a technical gap that I'm a white belt. Yeah, and and so, uh, some things like transfer between like arts like that, like that knowledge and that kind of just that time in do, then like the skills. Like, yeah, I mean for me it's skills, it's, details, like, it's application of skill. Mm-hmm. Like it was seven years and two hip surgeries between the last time I grappled and the next time I grappled. Yeah. So to me that erased all my judo skill. And I lost it because I didn't use it. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. Uh, yeah, the... I don't know, like, technically, I mean, I'm a green belt in judo, like... No, right on. You know, I don't You're all Sotogari is Yeah, I, I hold rank in that, but I don't know. I mean, it's not like the first thing, like, oh, yeah, I'm also a green belt in judo. Like, I don't sit there and train it consistently with people enough to be like, oh, yeah, I, I hold rank yeah. with this. That's, kind of, that's how I feel about it, too, is I just haven't trained it consistently for so long yeah. that, I mean, 
if someone teaches throws in class, right. I, I kind of like, I'm okay. Yeah, that's I might step too. wrong a few times and then I'm like, oh, I got it back. Boom, yeah. there it is. <laughs> I mean, the past couple of years I've just started to see such like all the broad strokes between 74 and grappling and stuff. And I'm just like, okay. Like, yeah, grappling's grappling. Yeah, man. exactly. So like... Uh. I'm like yeah, it's just all of it's just rule set, like rule set that dictates behavior. Like yeah. the only reason you have these big throws like that in judo is because you can't touch the legs anymore. Like mm-hmm. you can't even combo into the legs anymore. You can't. Yeah. And I mean, you used to be able to look at any um, look at um, Jimmy Pedro. Yeah, that was his thing. Now you're seeing more like oh. like the, the hybrid fusion type stuff like between sambo and yeah. uh, judo and just like. In the realm of jujitsu, because you can't do it in judo anymore. You can't oh, yeah. you attack the legs, whatever. Like, but there's oh. so many like applications to get into, like great positions for yeah, know, like in jujitsu rule sets. Like, yeah, for sure. I don't know. Do you think that that plays into the the less the the sort of there's no, no can't talk that there's no stigma for cross training anymore. So I mean, take a guy like um, Jimmy Pedro, who is you know. I mean, next to Kayla Harrison, probably the second or, you know, or, yeah, second best judoka in the country. And he, very early on, was on the wrestling team in high school and college and trained jiu-jitsu back in the day. He's buddies with all the people in that sort of East Coast area. They all train together and learn mm-hmm. stuff from each other. And then you have, like, you know, Travis Stevens being his direct student, who... He was more than happy to be like, go train jujitsu with Danaher yeah. and Gracie, and it's cool. Uh, and well, that and like you're seeing those crossovers in competition too. Like you're seeing yeah, Travis well, Stevens compete and fight to win. Like yeah. you saw him come out really against like the Meow Brothers. Like when he yeah, took, well like, judo back, back like, judo backlashed on that hard actually. Um, see, that's the I mean, you're always gonna have well, backlash. That's. It's judo for you. That's an Olympic sport for right. you. That's right. the bad part is they actually, at one point, um, he had to stop competing in jiu-jitsu competitions because IJF banned it. You couldn't cross over, especially because it was right before the Olympics, too, okay. is when they kind of did it. So that was their that was their justification. Can't have our athletes get hurt before the Olympics. And he's like, fuck that. He's <laughs> like, damn it. I was doing really good, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but now that he's not competing anymore, he is coaching a lot in judo, but he's not competing anymore, so I don't think they uh, have the hold on him like they used to. So I'd like, I hope he, hope he sort of branches back out into competition again. Yeah, I mean, you have platforms for people like that to come back on now. Oh, yeah. You don't, we didn't, I don't know, like five years ago, six years ago, like. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's. It was worlds, like, that was the, the shit, but that could, you know, like, all of, you know the cool people have won that 10 times so they were like all right i'm retired yeah now they have fight to win yeah. super fights yeah. combat yeah it's sort of avenue an for, mma alternative yeah you have marcelo garcia talking about coming back which oh, that's me the <sighs> only guy in the world that i love that just sits down he just sits down and says come on this is a jujitsu competition i'm going to kill you here <laughs> like i would pay a pretty exorbitant amount of money to watch that fight i would live. <laughs> i would i think i would I, i'm we may, we may have to do that if it happens. Yeah, I feel it's like, like there's been talk of him coming back for like that Kasai Pro. Yeah, and like uh, that Kasai Pro is doing some good stuff, mm-hmm. man. I mean, and they're starting local. Like I didn't think about it, but they're just in Queens or whatever. Really? Okay, I haven't seen any of it. But I've seen highlights and stuff. They're staying in New York right now, and they're, oh. I think anyway. Like that's where I, the only place I've seen them. So okay. Um, mm. Yeah, I want to check them out. Like, yeah. All the Dana, her, and Marcelo people to square 
off, so. Uh, <laughs> that'd be fun. But, uh, I don't know. Okay, tying it back into belt rank of, um, I don't know, let's go from a competition standpoint. There. Ah! There's always one. It's always one. It always happens. My phone's across the room, so I may be diving up at some point. <laughs> but, um, there are entertaining matches at every rank. So, sort of an upside and downside of jiu-jitsu competition, of where any other martial art that's a sport, it's only black belts that really get the shine. And one of the big barriers for, um, and Travis Stevens talked about this before, for jiu-jitsu as an Olympic sport, is Worlds has all ranks. Like, and it's cool. I like the fact that you just get to show up. You don't have to qualify a national right. team or anything. Right. It's more matches. It's a, it adds a adds a, a sort of a Spartan sensibility to it. That you have to survive the first like three rounds of competition with whoever to get to the good stuff and still have energy. I dig that. Mm-hmm. Whereas, say in Taekwondo, if you make national team, which is a whole mess in itself. It's nuts how that's sort of changed over the years. Then you're on you're on team. If you're on the world team, they have different team qualifications. It's not just national team isn't just national team. There's Pan Am team. There's collegiate team. There's all that. Then you get to go to that whatever world competition, and then you fight. And you know, it's less matches, but it's uh, prestigious. A, it's, it's prestigious. It's a better funnel. Yeah. But opens itself up to a lot more politics, yeah. and. It's, so it's a give and take, but I do I dig that jujitsu has you know blue belt matches that are oh, yeah. off the chain. Yeah, you know, I mean I, you're seeing you know. pop up tournaments like blue belt invite, purple belt invite. Like mm-hmm. they have the entertainment value. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not a lack of entertainment. If anything, like black belt matches can get really boring for people. It's almost too skilled. Almost. Yeah. Because right? sometimes you'll have two black belts come out and like. Well, the one, remember, uh, the, the, not my fight to win or whatever, mm-hmm. like the two big heavyweight black belts, like, I just sort of jumped and yeah. just pulled on each other for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Like the biggest event of it was someone jumping guard. Like, yeah, that was that, bad. That's just me. Yeah. yeah like, yes. but a lightweight blue belt can maybe do some acrobatic, crazy cool shit. Maybe they're just really good at like, yeah. uh, bar, you know, or, you know, and the nice thing is with like all these avenues for competition is like they're opening up the rule sets for younger belt or, or earlier belts like blue belts and yeah. purple belts can do heel hooks and wrist locks and yeah they have multiple multiple rule sets to play with yeah so that's yeah. why you're seeing like some like 16 year old blue belt like heel hooking like an older black belt you know what i mean like yeah. evens that playing field considerably I gotcha. and and that's where jujitsu had its like fallacy i guess is because you know like the rank fallacy like oh I'm a black belt in like taekwondo or whatever like this moves too deadly blah 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 like yeah. it's sort of the same thing in jiu-jitsu just like oh we don't want to train that because it didn't help us out you know, oh, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't a strong you. suit or yeah. whatever so that was there's a little bit of a comparison of it exposed it a little bit yeah absolutely uh, and like uh, and now it's and especially now the new era if you want to call it that it's just it's more open system I mean you're seeing more wrestling you're seeing more like uh, uh, scrambles and more it's funny too because you're seeing more parallels on other forms outside like collegiate yeah. wrestling it's yeah. all funk and like very jiu-jitsu like it's all yeah jiu-jitsu is bled into that yeah. a lot um, and then yeah. vice versa like yeah. freestyle wrestling so is bled into jiu-jitsu and like yeah. uh, catch yeah. wrestling and stuff so yeah and uh, if you can see the parallels between styles of grappling you're starting to that gets you the, it allows you to open. sort of play with the gray areas of yeah. the rule set yeah uh. um but like yeah, last week I was, 
in that private we're talking about was like specifically like reaping leg locks. Like, oh, right on. Like specifically for with reaping, like with like IBJJF. You know, and like, your knees are still intact. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, tons of cool, like, <laughs> manipulations and splits and stuff that, like, that weren't like any more detrimental than an arm bar or you know whatever. Oh, cool. Just trained with caution, just like you would. Like you would anything, anything else. Yeah. yeah like. Yeah. Um, it's not anymore. I would teach it to a kid too. Like it's not like it's a freaking like dim mock type thing where someone's you know gonna die. Like yeah. oh, no, no. Yeah, no. Me and my daughter watch Batman before we go to bed, and we just watched Day of the Samurai, which is centered around a touch of death, the Kibono Oko. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was making we were laughing because she's like, "You think it's really there?" And she oh, and like poked <laughs> me. I'm like, "Ah!" I'm like, "No, I think you did it wrong." Mm-hmm. <laughs> But then, in the back of your head, you're like, what if? Yeah, I'm like, what if? I mean, Batman says it's real. Oh, man. I always think, yeah, just like, do shit like that. Yeah, what if? But, yeah, jiu-jitsu, with the bell ranking anymore, it just doesn't matter. Like, you're seeing this, you know, huge resurgence of no-gi. And just... Well, I don't want to say the gi is limiting because it's not... it's its, it's own not, world. It's its own world now. It doesn't have. It doesn't. It's not the world anymore. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh-oh. It's not the world. Yeah, not, I think it's because it's not. You know, Hoist Racy going into a cage with a gi <laughs> doing this. So now yeah. you're seeing just the applications of wrestling, the applications it's, of well, catch I mean, wrestling, whatever. Like it's just all mm, the same. I feel like that's MMA. Yeah. It opened all of our eyes to. There's no one perfect style. Right. Because yeah. when all the jujitsu guys started losing, everyone went, oh. Yeah, but that's, that's <laughs> yeah. an ebb and flow in the MMA world too. Is like stylistically, yeah. sometimes you know someone who's super good at one style or an abstract style, like Stephen Thompson, who's a really good Taekwondo guy, nice like karate guy, Michelle Watterson, Michelle Watterson also karate, karate yeah, um, Conor McGregor, who's just Conor McGregor, who was striker, like yeah, um, he's kind of he mixed and matched. He has yeah. a lot of different weird stuff, but so like you take some of these purists in arts and plug them into MMA. Some flourish, some... Yeah, I mean, like, you it's know, an, And it's an adaptability thing. If you have good takedown defense, I guess you're still awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, but it's left to have takedown defense. Right. Yeah. I mean, look at Chuck. He had uh, really good takedown defense. Oh. But this past weekend, I mean... Yeah, I mean, the best takedown is a right hook, right? Right. Yeah. Can't really sprawl on that. No. That made me very sad. It hurt my soul. Um, they, I just I don't know if they should have done that. I don't think they should have. Like, they really shouldn't have. They just someone yeah. made a lot of money off of it. And hopefully, yes. hopefully it was the fighters, but um, probably not. But like, probably not. But one what? Could hope. Hopefully Chuck's okay. But yeah, yeah belts. Yeah. Don't fight for him, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Like, mm. But you look at other martial arts that don't have belt ranking. Like Muay Thai doesn't have like belt ranking. Like. Yeah, it it's matter. more or less just like you're good enough you're fighting or training or whatever like yeah. um jiu like I would say is one of the only things that you gotta stay on top of too like I, I mean I haven't trained in karate or anything else like that extensively or anything but I feel like those dudes get their black belts and they just hmm they're cool and they like do the thing and they sit there oh, that's the system yeah that's it's the way the system plays yeah. um that's a that's a belt factory effect mm-hmm. of a lot of people think it's their goal to get a black belt and they're done yeah yeah 
but that's not the case. Yeah, it's not the case. You got to keep training, man. Just like that's how it works. People get blue belts in jujitsu and they stop. <laughs> I don't even understand how that's possible. <coughs> I guess I've never stopped, but I don't know why. There's like this thing in the jujitsu like community or whatever, like why people quit after blue belt. Oh yeah, <laughs> like there's why a thing. Disappear. And I've seen it, I've seen it like ten jillion times, which is the funny thing. I'm like, yeah, it does happen. Um, oh. And I think it's a myriad of reasons, but everyone's got a reason. But I mean, yeah. you know, excuses. Oh, yeah. hey, before we go deep on that, oh, man, really? Oh, we haven't uh, <laughs> we haven't talked about today's coffee. Today's coffee is actually from a friend of mine down in A-Town, from Athens, that's what we call Athens sometimes. If you can tell what era I lived in Athens. But um, yeah, it's called Ridge Runner Coffee. This is the Mexican. It's a lovely blend. It is wonderful. As, yeah, my mom picked it up for me at Thanksgiving, and it is delicious. Thank you, Pat. I appreciate you. Nice move. Mm-hmm. Even better than a Deadpool mug. Yes. Tastes good in Batman as well. Oh. Mm. Um, but belt rank, like I've seen people who are very deserving get held back for a long time, and I've seen people who are not as deserving get bumped up really fast. Mm. And it equalizes somewhere. Like they either get their ass whipped and they realize they gotta get yeah. with it, or well, they disappear. Or they disappear. Like, yeah. Done with it. <laughs> I gotcha. So you think that that it. Let's that be the equalizer. Let's application of skill actually be the equalizer, because that's the one protection that a strict belt rank system would have. Is that if you're testing every so many months, and you have to know this and do this, I mean, technically you're advancing mm-hmm. for you know uh, a reason of you know you you fulfill fulfilled requirements. Sure. But the downside is that is all you're doing is memorizing stuff for a test. Yeah, and like. Oh. Look back at what you're doing in high school. Like, do you remember any of that shit? No, no man. Ah, <laughs> no, so, dude. Yeah. So yeah, it's dude, like that, it, that comes down to how you train. Like, if you train for the acquisition of knowledge, you're gonna be all right. You don't care. If you yeah. train to know a specific set of something for this, like mm-hmm. you'll know that. But good luck yeah. coming up with anything else. Like that's that's a hard balance to strike because uh, I've kind of been on the whole spectrum of that of. I prefer to just train for the journey. I just like to acquire and apply knowledge and I don't really care. But coming up in a Taekwondo system, there's testing. Mm-hmm. And I would just, I would try to avoid it. Um, and like my teacher would make me, you know, and, and Doc was cool about that. She's not the one I have horror stories about. She's fine. But she was, she's like, she was totally awesome. But she was also super old school of, you had to remember everything from white belt up to wherever the heck you were. Mm-hmm. So it was just like a stay in, and everyone drops off until if you're the highest belt there, you're the guy left at the end <laughs> doing the stuff that only you know, which I thought was a, a cool way to sort of, uh, I don't know, prevent that. But then again, it made it hard to sort of explore because I had to know all this stuff and I didn't get to, I tried to kind of branch out and that was in an era when you didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Of I got in trouble a couple times. Uh, once, because I was a dumbass and invited people into the school with not when she wasn't there. Don't give the teenager keys. Don't do that. Uh, but <laughs> that was fun. I beat them. Um, but then another time, we just, you know, her belief was get really good at one thing. You don't need anything else. 
and that was just the era it was from. And I mean, we trained all kinds of scenario stuff and self-defense and how to get up off the ground if you got knocked down. And so there was a lot of, it was more broad than you would think, but very frowned upon yeah. if you if, like wanted to go train judo with your friend. Right. And then I kind of moved into a sort of a both where I went to another school where we did a lot of other stuff. So there was a lot of judo and hapkido and, you know, we branched out into, you know, MMA and boxing and kind of did all kinds of stuff. But there was still that weird ass loyalty, even though we invited people in and we traveled a lot. It was, you know, and then now I'm sort of free. Yeah. But it's better that way. Like, uh, I know it feels like to have like the crew and like this, but yeah. Uh, it's almost better to have your own. I mean, it is your own path. Like it's your path of knowledge and this and that. Like ultimately, cool. yeah, yeah, it's cool to have people there, but like mm-hmm. you got to do what you got to do. Right. Like, especially these days, like there's just so many resources available. Like mm-hmm. you're, oh, I'm good right now. Mm-hmm. You're just if you're not taking advantage of some of those resources, like what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> you're, it's a, you're a fool to not try to at least yeah. look at it. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and I think it just comes down to enjoying it and just being an enthusiast of it and I still kind of like I've never thought of ever since I started jiu-jitsu like my life without it or anything so I'm just like it's to say it's yeah, yeah I get to that like training's training to me it's I can't think yeah. of a life without it it's something I've always done yeah and so, I just, it's not that I want to say like, people aren't applied or whatever but like they get their blue belt and they're like that's good enough like it's not they're well, like they're not fascinated with jiu-jitsu they're not is like, it it's a goal-oriented society kind of thing yeah it's a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset right it's a process person versus a goal person mm-hmm. you know most people you know society's goal oriented it's how it works yeah it's, I mean it's how uh, society like incentivized it <laughs> yeah it's completely incentivized yeah. so if you're a process oriented person it's either beaten out of you or I don't know you end up like us mm-hmm. like where we're all about the process but I mean, that's the thing. Like, you almost get too committed to the process because you're mm-hmm. willing to do whatever for the process. <coughs> yeah. Which gets you in trouble. Which will get you in trouble if you go too far that way. Yeah. So you have to be careful with that. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, in the pursuit of belts. Like, you yeah. can get into some real weird shit if you're after a belt. Like, yeah, if you're chasing belts, you're going to do bad things. Shit. Yep. Bad things, man. But then if you're not chasing rank, like... With my uh, not being able to pass the half card adventure the other day, I started thinking about, I was thinking about all these cool principles of what I should do instead of just doing one move. And I was like, man, I know one good half card pass. I should just use it. But I'm like, I just want to pay attention to where his knee is right now. How is he holding me? And I don't put pressure here. And that loosens that up. And it's yeah. past his guard, dude. Um, <laughs> That's, it's, I tell people you know, all the time, like, you got to roll a lot. Like, I don't know if, like, people even begin to realize what I mean mm-hmm. by that. Like, you got to put yourself in the worst position and, like, yeah. you got to experiment. And, then, like, that's the nice thing about jiu-jitsu. It allows you to actually experiment. It allows you to experiment without dying. Without, yeah, without yeah, like it hurt. consequence. Yeah. Now, that is the the one, the other reason why I haven't been doing so well is I've been able to spar mm-hmm. for the past few months. So, yeah, there's a there's a disconnect. And I've, I've been made well aware of it. But it's just I have to bring myself back in. Yep. And I need to get away from my my principles standard of open the knee and open the elbow and break the posture to just do this freaking pass. <laughs> and it's it's like as a 
coach to be like, oh, you just gotta feel it. Like, you know, it's a feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. a timing thing. Yeah, it's a feel. It, I mean, I know what you mean. Right. <laughs> it is, but yeah. at the same time, you gotta break that down further. Um, yeah. What, what is the feel? Right. Well, if you feel your knee right here, yeah. that's the feel. Plug in the X body part here. Yeah. Um, and that's how you start to get into like teaching different styles too. Oh, yeah. So I guess as a, with the belt rank as a reflection of, I guess, sort of ability, but or just ability to understand. So as a reflection of experience, so how, how you teach somebody. Can belt rank be reflective of that? I mean, that's what I based my belts off of, I guess. Okay. Because I was like, just again, like process oriented. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to be able to relay this information to whomever I can, like to whomever under whatever circumstances. Like, I got you. So I wanted that depth of understanding with something, mm-hmm. and that's just sort of my goal with jiu-jitsu. and that's that's where I think your belt is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree. That. I agree. That's where I'm that. at. I'm, I'm told, that's totally where I'm at. If you can, and that's not necessarily even just knowing moves, techniques, this, that, but applying it, knowing your audience, and actually making it click. Yeah. For them, yeah. I think that. I mean, you can have a blue belt do that, whereas like some yeah, black I mean, belts can't. Some people know how to explain stuff, man. You might have like yeah. a crazy high level competitor, but. They may not be a very good teacher. Like that's a that's a rare mean, combo, man. I mean, it doesn't mean that. Like, yeah, sometimes you. I mean, I've had I've had all sort of all, different ways of that. I was a decent competitor, but I was, I'm a really good teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've trained with people who were great competitors but couldn't explain crap. Yeah. Yep. Then you get that rare that rare person of you're moving into that realm. Trying to where <laughs> you're a really good competitor, but you're also a really good teacher. And Vitor, I think, is there. Absolutely, I mean, absolutely he's, there. He's been doing both for a long time. time. You can tell. You can tell too. They've sort of grown together. His teaching skill and his competitive skill mm-hmm. have stayed on par. And and that's something like I started teaching kids when I was like a blue belt. So like, mm-hmm. and I'm brown belt now. So like, I've been right. teaching that entire time. Like my entire journey mm-hmm. has almost been didactic in that sense. Like. Yeah, I mean, mine too. I started teaching actually when I was a blue belt, yeah. believe it or not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and it's, so it's always been together. As learn it, know how to teach it, but then teach it helps me learn it. And then that's always how I've looked at it. Yep. And now, like, even today, like, I will like be teaching stuff and I'll say something. I'm like, oh, shit, mm-hmm, like, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I teach that. myself and, yeah, you're like, and that's a good day in, the, you know, that's yeah. a good day in itself. Like, yeah. fuck, if no one else takes something, I took, yeah, something, I took from something from it. it was Somebody good. will take something from it eventually. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, like, I think that's the nice thing with jiu-jitsu. Like, you have, hopefully you have the freedom to explore. You know, I didn't have the freedom to explore when I was coming up because it was all your wrestler and a guard passer so do that <laughs> yeah you get you shoved into a box yeah so i'm like oh, okay I, I don't know growing up in a competition standpoint i lived by lived and died by the rule set yeah and occasionally i would explore outside of that but i didn't really have time to right and the only time i really did is if someone wanted to fight me yeah and then i'd have to test it <laughs> i have to test it be like okay that was good or not yeah good. Uh, yeah and then it's strange like because i've also done muay thai considerably i've spent time with that a good chunk of time as much as i have jujitsu like and there's no rank system in that so like yeah it's that's more uh, 
I don't want to say like respect or honor based or whatever, but it's just a little friendlier or something. Like to a point, I guess yeah. it's probably the people you train with what it comes down to though. Sure. That's a weird thing. I trained with the same people there as I did in jujitsu, but as soon as you took rank out of it, it was Yeah, people didn't care as much. Yeah, it was interesting. Well then it's can you punch this person in the face as hard as you can stay standing? <laughs> like yeah. then it's just a different game really. Yeah. Um yeah. but I guess that brings an interesting question about rank and how people are treated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a that's a that's a school to school person to person thing. Of, I find myself doing it by accident. Sometimes I'll see someone, it's like a one stripe white belt, and I'll, I'll I'll feel weird about it, and I'll be like, what am I doing? You know. And then sometimes I'll see someone who's a freaking brown belt, and I'll be like, yeah, who's this guy? Like, yeah. yeah, don't treat me like that, man. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. And almost sometimes like that. It's like the day. Like, yeah. And it can be a day to day thing, man. Like, sometimes you're in a mood or they're in a yeah. mood. It's just, it gets weird. Yeah. And that's where like coming into jujitsu classes and stuff can be like weird. Like sometimes, cause you're wearing like a status around your, waist. yeah, you've got your rank on. Yeah. It's a status. It's you know. and sometimes people can be like physically intimidating on top of that. It's like, like Justin, he's just a he's huge a giant dude. With yeah. Beard. Like yeah. he'll just throw it, you know, he's a bear. So like maybe like a hundred pound kid off the street might not be confident walking up and be like, like, Hey, I want to fight. Yeah. You know? Um, so I just, I think of belt like, like that sort of thing almost just like it's race like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know don't be a belt racist like mm-hmm. you know you can learn something from a purple belt from a white belt like from oh, yeah. that whatever like, definitely um i've seen brown belts black belts that are arrogant and shut off and don't want to answer questions and like it's almost like why are you even here like yeah why are you even bothering this me? Or i guess it goes the other way too if some people are so self-deprecating yeah that like they don't let themselves grow into the belt. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and I mean, at white belt, I've seen that a lot. Getting to be a white belt again, I've gotten to be sort of aware of it. And I like I force it on myself a little bit. Of I'm undeserving of anything. I'm a white belt. But that's the other white belts do that. And I feel, I'm like, you shouldn't think like that, man. Yeah, yeah. It's You're like, really no, you good. Deserve you deserve that. You did good. Like and you look in the mirror, like ah, oh. <laughs> damn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just like being a white belt again, and like the more the seemingly like number one thing I hear like from white belts is like oh I suck and like this I'm like and I can't tell them enough I'm like it's so good to suck you must like, suck it's so awesome wait until you get deeper into the quicksand then when you suck and then it's yeah it's, yeah. it's different but yeah. like it's right different. now when you're a fresh white belt that is the best time to suck it is man <laughs> that's the place to be we talk screw about everything that. up yeah just being that's the place to be yeah it's the best that's why I don't that's why I don't want to be promoted but I know that I've I've been a white belt long enough if I get promoted, it's it's there. It but doesn't it doesn't, just doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? Although I did see a advertisement for a belt in Jiu-Jitsu magazine the other day. It's really cool. It's got colors of the next belt woven into it a little bit. That's cool. So the internal part of it is like the blue yeah. belt. The inside is that's like neat. purple. It looked it looked cool. I was like, that's just neat looking. I, that's cool. I would love to have that belt. I wish I'd have got that white belt. It's yeah. <laughs> a good idea, actually. It's a neat idea, yeah. It was like a very, the color, like the infinity belt, and like it starts white, and then like underneath it's blue, and like purple, it black, fades black. away. Yeah, it'd be thick as fuck, but like <laughs> it could be. I think it'd be super fun. Belt. I mean, isn't that the legend? Right, the legend of how black belts were made is just dirty white just belts. Dirty. Yeah, uh, uh, all bloody. those all those people died of some kind of infection. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, jujitsu, and that's the thing. Immediately you take off 
the E gives you no rank again. Like then, then you can look at it as like submission grappling, where you can either grapple or you can't. Like, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when it comes into like with the way people are treated, like if you're coming from a weird kind of culty type joint, you might have to treat black belt like he's fucking god or some shit like that. Like, yeah. They might make you do that, but. Uh, that's just not how humans should act. I yeah. think. You know, it's, uh, people, people get caught up in it. Yeah, it's, exactly. Don't get caught up in rank. I mean, a we talk strap around your waist. And, we talk about movies a lot. I think that's movies being a reflection of a certain aspect of a culture, and martial arts, especially in the West, are that mm-hmm. the Western are willing to die for the samurai ideals. Yeah, that they really don't know anything about. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like you kind of take this chunk of it and then copy it. Right. They take and, the chunk they want to take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I know that it, growing up the way I did, um, I've seen that. Uh, and I, I mean, I lived in it. You yeah. know, that's why I would make the, the, the master jokes to you. Why not coffee yeah. does he drink? You better bring right. his coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, that's from. That's from experience. I actually know a lot of people's drink and can bring it to them without them even asking me because of such situations. (laughs) With spit in it. (laughs) Not actually, but you know. Nah, I don't mess with people's food, man. (laughs) This motherfucker, I would. If you're out there. (laughs) You're out there. You're out there. I'm bringing you some coffee, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) It's not this coffee we're drinking either. Mm -hmm. You'll know. (laughs) That's funny. Um, Yeah, like, I've literally, I just think it's a joke to, like, try and flex your rank on somebody. And, like, I've said it to people, like, I never, I've always said it sarcastically. Like, I'll be, like, messing with people across the room. They're giving me shit. I'm like, hey. Rank, and they'll be like, oh, you know, it's, yeah. like, it's never been like, I'm like, hey, rank, like, you know what I mean? Respect, like, man, yeah. respect the belt. Yeah. Like, it's fucking dumb. <laughs> like, it's just, it's not who I am. Like, it's oh. not who I'm gonna be. <laughs> well, I guess it's what what is real respect. Yeah, like, I don't you know, want it, to be like feared or some shit. <laughs> yeah, and feared or respected simply because of the color on your yeah. waist. It's maybe you like me because I made a funny joke. Yeah, like me because you like me, or like respect me because I'm good. Or don't like me because you or don't like. Don't me. like me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'd rather you just you, know, pick a if team. you just you just think I suck. That's fine. Yeah, like go ahead. Choke the shit out of you. It's all right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just jujitsu. As soon as you take the gi off, I think is is interesting because now you're starting to see like the, a huge differentiation almost in like. Well, obviously rule sets, but like yeah. results, no gi matches result in a lot of subs and like entertainment value. And it's just, faster. Yeah, it's yeah. Faster. I think it's faster. There's there's a bunch of different options. There's just as many. I don't think it's more or less. Yeah. yeah. Especially now with this, you know, leg locks and wrist lock games opening up, and you know, it's everything's changing. But jujitsu opened itself up to that. Whereas other martial arts, I don't it's know if they, they don't or they can't. Yeah. Of you know, striking arts, it's usually you pick a body part that you can hit with and one you can't hit with. Mm-hmm. And there's only so much you can do around it. Yeah. You know, and so the rule set really dictates how you apply that. And then you get good, you can play in the rule set. Mm-hmm. I can do a lot of weird stuff in Taekwondo, a lot of funny things, whereas I was really flexible and tall. Right. And I had really, yeah, I've got good footwork. But when it came down to it, I think from a creativity standpoint, 
you know, I pretty much reached my physical limit. There were things that I saw other people do that I couldn't, mm-hmm. but they were just physically better athletes than me. But like with grappling, I feel like that went, that, that ceiling is so much higher. Uh, there's so many different angles and grips and, and just different things you can do in different ways. I, yeah. I feel I like there's more options. Jiu-jitsu, like once you learn your jiu-jitsu, that gives you the ability to unlock whatever you want in it. Like yeah. you start to discover, that's what like white belt, blue belt's for. Like to discover your movement, yeah. how you're like, how you do this Find thing. Find that style. And then you start like really like oh. tuning it in and kind of like your triangle is going to be different than my triangle. I'm going to do different setups. So like, oh. I'm going to do different stuff. Like, yeah. That's like relating back to jujitsu being like a fingerprint. Like your yeah. thing is going to be might nice. look exactly the same. Like, it could look but like oh yeah, it's a triangle. This that whatever. But like ten things would be different about it. Like yeah. I mean, I guess too relating back to um, the lack of formal testing. Of uh, that's changing. There are more belt tests in jujitsu. I think now mm-hmm. from what I've heard and seen. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But um. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still, like, there's a time gap. Yeah. It's not like a, this amount of time you will be testing for this. It's just like, when it pops up, hey, you're probably ready. Right. Yeah, you're and, not. Oh. And that, and the ability to train kind of, like, whenever, wherever, like, or, you know, just having the availability to go to class, like, that's different. For just people. go. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's different for, like, college kid who can do this or, you know, the, yeah. the busy lawyer or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's going to be different. Like, and then you have, I mean, in terms of, like, giving belts to people who don't compete or aren't going to want to compete, they have to have kind of a different, I'm not saying, like, competition is necessary, but, like, uh, you have to treat that, you know, treat them differently and kind of grade them differently or, well, you know, like, I think it's just too easy to be like, here's a piece of paper with this on it. Everyone's yeah. going to do that to do this. Like, yeah, nah, I don't like, like it. Gonna have I don't like that at all. Thing. Like, I like, I mean, principle, like having the understanding of technique, knowing like I say a certain line of baseline techniques and whatever, but I mean, what do you choose as baseline techniques yeah. is opens up to a whole weirdness but just understanding principles of body control and leverage and yeah. it's all a good thing but that all refines itself over years mm-hmm. you know no matter how long you've been training you're still getting better at that stuff anyway yeah so and like that's why revisiting the basics is so important like yeah. as a higher belt like yeah i was going back you got to go back and look at it because you're not the same you know, you're not learning this paradigm. time you know it so you going back after you already know it yeah, you see I, a bunch of new things yeah i've taught a scissor sweep jillion times before but just recently i taught it and i was like oh shit like this thing is different when i do this so like okay. that feels better like that works better like, uh, and now i have the knowledge to know that like yeah that is better and this is not as good like, yeah to yeah, differentiate sure. what is actually good and you're able to upgrade <clears throat> but i just i like the um the idea that you have the time to do it mm-hmm. before you're a black belt yeah the vast majority of my learning in Taekwondo came after after my black belt. Now, all the, I mean, the, the big moments and all the, everything, it was at all at black belt level. And I like being able to do that at color belt level now. Mm-hmm. I'll have the years in and have that time before I'm a black belt. Yes, yeah, It's a different I mean, pressure thing, I guess. Yeah. But uh, when I, uh, in my head, I'm like, 
when I get my when I get my black belt, it's it just be the beginning. Like it's oh, it is. Yeah, it's very like, much. This is all the prerequisite stuff. Ten years of prerequisites. To, <laughs> I just, yeah, I like having more years of prerequisites. Yeah. Uh, yeah, black belt is definitely the beginning because it's just. I mean, when I got my black belt in Taekwondo, um, they told me they said this is just means you mastered the basics. Mm-hmm. Now you get to actually start learning stuff. And as an eighteen-year-old kid, I was not the happiest about that com- comparison. Yeah. Right, right. But uh, yeah, I got it. And then I looked at it again years later. I look at it now, and I'm like, I didn't actually master the basics. Right. I was okay. Yeah, yeah. Good enough. Yeah. But uh, I'm really way better at the basics now than I used to be. The same <laughs> thing happened with my my blue belt. Like oh. I got my blue belt really quickly because I had like the wrestling mm-hmm. background or whatever. Mm-hmm. I got it from like coaches or whatever and then like one of the person who was like my like actual coach was like you're not a blue belt like you're like you're just you're not just <laughs> fake side yes like all right well so then that was the first taste of <laughs> getting slapped in the mouth like that and you're like oh like, oh yeah, that's what it means oh shit okay uh, uh but yeah i don't know yeah just jujitsu has i feel like 10 years of prerequisites before you Get jump in. <laughs> okay, man. Just yeah, it's totally great. Good thing. It's absolutely great. Like you'll yeah. look back on everything and just be like, "Yep, I did that. I did that. I did that. That was fun. And that was weird." And yeah. Like, <laughs> now the only, the only downside to something like that though, is, I guess from a competition standpoint, of all your really good black belt competitors started when they were four. Yeah. And I'm saying you can't have. You certainly can't have someone like me who started in my mid-30s ever have any sort of recognition or fame at a comp- black belt competition level by the time I'm black belt. I mean, hopefully I'm still super badass. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm working on it. But um, then, you know, even someone like you, who you kind of started late in the game in that mm-hmm. comparison, there yeah. are plenty of people at black belt level that were black belts younger than you are oh, yeah. that are crushing it right now that you could, you could totally hang with. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, and that's just everyone's path being different. Like everyone's exposure is different. Everyone's yeah. whatever is different. But I mean, just from a a sort of building stars perspective of uh, the Olympics is that's going to keep it out. Yeah, which I'm okay with. Oh yeah, I love the Olympics. Uh, not as much as I used to, but <laughs> I don't want them to get mad at me. But uh, send people to kill you. Yeah, sure, bring it. Come on. I see how you guys fight now. Yeah, y'all suck. Please send people from my combat sports. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> but um, no, no, it's it it watered it down because the Olympics is about youth, mm-hmm. and so you got to have young competitors. But you don't want people running around with color belts on because it doesn't look prestigious. So it's only black belts, but then what do you base getting a black belt on? Mm-hmm. And then you have a, I know in Taekwondo you had a big split. You had the biggest, you know, started out as people who practice the art, people who practice the sport. And then you kind of had people like me who were kind of in between mm-hmm. where I could pull off both fairly well, but I didn't respect either end. Yep. People who are just smart or just sport, I was like, you guys suck. Being in the middle, yeah. Yeah, being in the middle was fun, but then you get into just the sport end, you had your fighters versus your players. Yeah. I was on the fighter end just by association, more luck, really. And then you had, had the player end where people just worked the rule set. Whereas we wanted to get in a fight, they wanted to work the rule set. To win and do whatever, yeah. 
yeah, now the players ended up winning that battle. That's what the game is now. It's the front leggers and the point scorers, which I don't like it's because I, I like a fight. <laughs> you know, I want to be, I want to hurt somebody and be hurt and, you know, hug at the end and, that's you know, it. like, that's fun. Yeah. You know, let's meet at the bar and laugh about it later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, the rank aspect of that made it weird. Mm-hmm. Of you saw people that were wearing black belts at competitions, and you know they didn't know shit. Yeah. And then you saw people who were amazing badasses, but were like, nah, man, I'm, I don't I haven't earned that. And right. you're like, you should just jump up. Just put it on for the competition. You could be, you could make team right now. <laughs> but the and, politics, semantics, all that shit won't or, allow that shit. Like, oh, no. It, it, that was a lot. That happened all the time. Oh, yeah? Oh, fake-ass yeah. black belts everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all the time. Just, yeah. you know, and then you had a handful of people with honor that you just dropped the honor just to beat that guy up. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jiu-Jitsu, I mean, throwing up a fake black belt now, they're fucking rolled up. <laughs> yeah. On YouTube. <laughs> but that, because of the structure of, yeah. of yeah. the, the way that, the way the art itself is still structured, mm-hmm. you don't, you can't, you can't get it fast. Even your phenoms, I mean. It's years even. It's even years for them. I mean, well, I mean, look at Travis Stevens. He's lifelong judo black belt. Gets his in 18 months. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, realistically, realistically, that's not gonna happen to anyone, right? Yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, like Kit Dale, I got his in like four years, like mm. yeah, yeah. Oh, BJ Penn was like three years yeah, or something. Yeah. You're gonna have there's like you that. got weird outliers, yeah. But oh no, I'm bringing up Travis Stevens again. Um, I was thinking something I was thinking about the other night. Of uh, one of the dudes I was training with was like, "Man, I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna jump on YouTube and find a bunch of half guard passes." And I thought about something that Travis Stevens had said of someone was asking, like, how did you get your black belt so fast? He goes, well, one, I've been doing judo since I was a little kid. Um, you know, I am a judo. I was, I think, Olympian. I think he was Olympian by the time he started jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And he's like, okay, there's, there's, there's that. It helped a lot. He goes, but two, I only did what I was taught. I didn't go outside of it at all. 100%. What I learned in class is all I worked on. I didn't pull from anywhere else that's the issue with videos and social media yeah. and this is that it's so available that it can muddy the process. does it muddy the waters you know should you really only focus on what your teacher is teaching you or is it okay to kind of branch out a little bit and that's like i think it's okay to branch out to get ideas but you have to have the touch the feeling the feedback the understanding what's the filter yeah like you can't okay you can't just like, oh, I'm going to go pull off this move. Like, you might be able to, to get into it and function and whatever mm-hmm. and make it work, but it's, you don't have any understanding of it. Under context, it works. So, you know, like, mm-hmm. what if they change one aspect? Like, you can't do yeah. it on the fly. Like, yeah. you have to have you know, someone there that knows or, you know, a better resource to, a hands on resource to walk you through that. Yeah, it's reality it is, versus yeah. YouTube. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It is a feeling. I mean, you have to touch and mm-hmm. apply certain things. Like, you, know, yeah. you might not no- notice a, a half an inch of a wrist turn in a detail of video, but, or he might not say everything. You can't raise your I mean, you can't say everything. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, did you turn your thumb up or this? Like, it's, my wrist is this way. My wrist is this way. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, fuck. Like, well, what does that mean? Yeah, like, what is it? Yeah. So, I mean, just in context, do you, you have to be able to know that mm-hmm. 
So like that only comes from training. Yeah. In the gym, training what you're. So I mean, even an extreme case like Travis Stevens, who I have all his videos. They're awesome. I haven't watched all of them. I have too many. His grip on this baller. It's good, man. So good. Yeah, but um, I like to get videos. I don't. I don't live and die by them. Yeah. But I do like to watch them just for principles, just for. Not even specific techniques sometimes, but just someone's going to say something. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. But I cheat I, I cheat a little. Not a real white belt. been doing it a long time. You can pick things I feel out. Like, I feel like I got to I – I understand the feel of it. I got an eye for it. I know what I'm looking at. So. Hey, yeah, it took me a long time to be able to actually learn from videos. Yeah. Like learn to do anything – with it like mm -hmm. I could there's a time where I could like look at a video and just nope like nope not even begin to uh. apply but I'd say in the past couple of years it's I've gotten to the point where I'm able to like fit in and kind of figure out what's going on like what like what mm -hmm. they're saying why they're saying it yeah you know to get that result so yeah but I think that challenges jujitsu teachers too to be better so mm -hmm. you have to be better if they're if they're not in front of you yeah. that's where you're seeing like all sorts of like I mean Fucking the Gracies got all that shit for doing their online. Oh, the online well. stuff, yeah. Now everyone has stuff online. Like oh, everyone has something. Like, like, Patreon, like something. Oh, like, yeah. and, uh, like you got to get paid. Like I understand, but it just—it's funny that it used to be frowned upon, and now everyone's doing it. Yeah. Now people aren't promoting online. No, but it's, that was that kind of what it whittled down to. Yeah. Oh, was, but. Um, that's almost, I mean, it's better than them not doing jujitsu. Exactly. It's better than them not yeah, sitting was... in a garage with a friend and doing that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, yeah, training at home is better than not training. Yeah, like even at if, least if get someone started. walked in off the street with like a Gracie online blue belt, I'd be like, you know what? You have something more. You have at least the terminology. You yeah, know? you got like, terminology. You got, got a feel for it a little bit. Yeah. Like, Let's see uh, what you actually picked up. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not obviously trying to like discredit anything like that, but like. No, I absolutely love Gracie Breakdowns yeah, and like, that whole thing. Absolutely, yeah, but cool. there was this flack for that for a while, and now it's like, oh, if you're paying this subscription to this, like, yeah, yeah. I'll send you a t-shirt, well, you know, fucking whatever. Like, yeah. It's just, that's that's just the way no, I mean, someone someone had gone. Someone had to go first, man. Yeah, exactly. You know, someone had to try it first and then work out those kinks. Yeah, and well. <laughs> now, I mean, you're seeing people... Do jujitsu for a living and teach and do stuff. Yeah, and everyone's got a channel and a subscription and a video and yeah, and that's you know, DVD set. Yeah, and that oh. plugs into entrepreneurship and just growing. Yeah, you know, just really okay. nice stuff. Like, and as opposed to just being like a fighter and like, you know, you're known for your threat. You know, like thrashing competition. Like, no, mm. like they have videos and they have like you know mm. like some well, brand endorsements. The, like, the life beyond fighting thing, man, is. I think we've. I don't know, with social media, with access to information and stuff now, you get to see what happens to people mm -hmm. after their career is done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you never got to see that. When I was a kid, I had no idea. I figured I'd be busted up. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I ditched a lot of opportunities to develop a, a skill set beyond competition mm -hmm. to get a job yeah. <laughs> somewhere because of competition. I never thought about the future. Right. But there wasn't a plan. There wasn't an avenue to have a future within what you were doing. Mm -hmm. It's just other outside of your dreams. If you're a kid, you, like that's not getting through to you. Right. It wasn't getting through to me. 
but yet I, yet I put a bunch of stuff in place. I was in school and I, I got a really good education and I had a, a lot of really good jobs. And, and I mean, I, I still was putting myself in a position, I guess, but I, don't know, I look back and felt like I could have done better. But then now you have people say like Travis Stevens, who, as far as I know, he doesn't have a college degree. He doesn't done, done, he's never done anything but judo. Yeah. But he found a way. Right. To like, oh, I'm gonna. I have other businesses. I have things I can do. I can. And he started to yeah. piece it all together. And now, you know, you know people and names are almost just becoming a brand in itself. Like, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like Very much. Travis Stevens. No, like you're starting to associate that. You associate with like that with a bunch of stuff. Moves. Yeah. yeah. John Danaher, you associate yeah. with a lot of things now. You know. So that yeah. that helps. Yeah. Um, but I think like seeing stuff and like seeing life after fighting and stuff like woke people up yeah and what, like oh shit like everyone's broke on drugs and whatever like I yeah. get shit together <laughs> so, yeah and it will i think it woke fighters up too uh, yeah of just you know you don't have nearly as many knockdown drag out brawls as you used to mm-hmm. you have a handful of guys but most of those guys are actually from that era mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's just how what they do that's they what just, it was that's what it was Man. that's what you don't see that happen so much anymore like Except for the, the, say, the rare exception of, um, recently, Chan Sung Jung and Yair Rodriguez beat the crap out of each other. That elbow. Good lord, that was the craziest elbow I've ever seen. I didn't know what it was. I was like, why is he unconscious? It's a phantom. <laughs> and then they, then they slow-moed it from a different angle, and everyone was like... No accident. He actually tried that a few times in this fight. That was not an accident. No accident. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And so, and, I mean, you can appreciate that for what it is. But both of them are like, it's not a good thing that we're smiling in the hospital, guys. Right. It's bad. You got to see, and you got to see interviews. You know, I saw something um, with Guy Rodriguez showing video of his feet. They're like ballooned up. He's like, yeah, I can't even walk right now. Like, don't do this. <laughs> it was bad, but it was fun. You know? And that's, yeah, like, I'm in the position that I'm in now, like, teaching and stuff. And very fortunate, like, incredibly fortunate. But... I, I don't know if I would ever sit down and be like, yeah, you should do this, you know? Like, you should yeah. sit down and plot this out and do this. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's never, never, like, a plan or a thing. Like, I was talking to someone earlier, like, man, you know, you, you have to teach and do oh, yeah. stuff, like, as a living. I'm like, yeah, it took me 10 years to even get to the fucking surface. <laughs> like, yeah. Know, and I mean... Scratch my way out. But you, you hit it right. You had a... There was a nice timing in what you did because I did a very similar journey and it didn't work out. Yeah. I didn't get paid. I didn't couldn't yeah. make a living doing it. And very you, fortunate. You made a you made a couple of really good choices that you had no idea were good choices. Yeah. But you know, it definitely definitely worked out for you. Yeah. I, I, I mean, so far. Yeah. So far. It can work out better than it is yeah. working, but it's getting better all the time. Absolutely, and that's uh, that's just having the time and the self-belief and shit and just not being where I was and you know stuff like yeah. that like sometimes people just need to be left the fuck alone and do what they need to do you know what I mean like oh yeah I mean it's you know with, with belt rank it goes back to not regular testing yeah you were left alone to play to do it and figure it out and it's working out pretty well mm-hmm. but I had that the play it came from structure you have to have yeah. I think a certain chunk of high structure and stuff to be able to play like that yeah you got an understanding of it you're not gonna play very well no you play into a lot of dead ends and shit yeah you have to be there has to be a structure but the structure is different the structure isn't the rank itself right 
the structure is the training. Yep. How you organize the training. How you, what you do develop it. out of it. How you yeah. finish. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just interesting. Like in the self defense community, you see like you, it's almost like hard. It seems to be like hard to come up with like drills that are like legit. You know, like there's only like so many like drills so that like. Do. Yeah, it's, there's so many things ultimately none of it's realistic right. at all but it's hard to sit there and be like is, and say like what's realistic what's unrealistic because you don't know because like, you, you don't, don't know, know. yeah I mean, you can train for exactly what you're getting into that's, that's the nice thing about it is you can I mean we've talked about it before is that you can sort of grade the speed mm -hmm. and grade the intensity but it's all it's, it's the same thing all the way up and down yeah. and it's all still good and useful yeah Whereas you can't you can't do that so much with striking arts. You really can't do that in self defense. It's tough. It's really tough to 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 make it clearly useful. You know what I mean? Like all the time. Mm -hmm. Jujitsu. I mean, Jujitsu has its own problems with that too. But it has its limitations for sure. For sure. But I think from a practice standpoint, it's the the most direct crossover. Definitely. Yeah. Oh. Definitely. I mean, even if you practice it on a like a throwing dubby. It's still. still, there's still more crossover. Oh, yeah. Then, you know, I can even, practice my armbar position on this dummy yeah. forever, and it even actually helps. Like, not even like the breaking but, mechanics, the movement mechanics. The like, movement mechanics like, alone, yeah. Kill, you know, like that help you tremendously. That's what uh, I feel like people don't realize, too, is like, you don't always need a live partner there. Like, you can yeah. drill on a ball, a bench, like, you can mm -hmm. move. Well, that. that was that was one of the big arguments of the Gracie University. Mm hmm of is they have specifically uh, went on it. it's cool yeah yeah i've definitely checked it out but they had like they do that's different the like, different I, versions of drills they had with a partner and without a partner that's the thing like i believe uh -oh. that they did that because it was legit like and it is like mm -hmm. regardless of what people thought of it or not like yeah, it was but legitimate I mean, like someone had to go first yeah <laughs> now look at people and now everyone's doing some sort of version room. of that yeah, yeah. clamoring to get them in like like website hub or like mm -hmm. you know like oh this is my cyberspace that you're coming into kind of yeah but they they organized it so well yeah the way it's laid out is really impressive you can't knock them for that like, no it's <laughs> and it's very understandable and it, i mean the details are really good and i mean i just like henry and here on gracie i listen to those guys talk all yeah. forever they're they're just engaging dudes they're happy and uh, like they're even sometimes they'll They'll get on my nerves, but like it's not because I don't know why it, they like maybe it's like they bicker or something, or like not, not quite bickering, but like yeah. they just like go back and forth over each other a little bit. You can tell they're like, brothers, man. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes the, the brothers come out, right? Yeah. You're, like, All right, you're like, come on, man, someone pull rank or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. one exactly. of the older guys just yeah, come just on, like him concede or something, you know, just, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, you could, yeah, there's a there's a little bit of the family element bleeds through sometimes. Yeah, which is funny. Yeah, which is funny when you look um, at it. Uh, yeah, like I've I've tried to make my own videos and stuff, and like even and yes. I've never like put a bunch out and be like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna make a DVD series or like wanting something anyone fucking want it. But, but <laughs> it's, it's harder than you think, yeah, man, to make it good. Yeah, like do well with production it. value and putting shit out. Yeah, yeah. But that was more for me and just like. Learning how to do it. Yeah, just want to learn how to do it. Got to get it out there. Got yeah, to make it yeah, real. Exactly. Yeah, I mean that's content out. Like, yeah, doesn't have to be perfect. But that's pretty much what any of my content is these days. It's just I'm figuring it out. I mean, uh, you sit and wait for a perfect piece of content. You're, you're waiting for a long time. Hopefully, wait, like wait you forever. 
like shotgun approach and then something good will come along. Eventually, <laughs> eventually it gets good. I mean, that's the, the premise of training. Yeah. Of the, the thing you can't explain to a white belt is suck. Suck, keep sucking, keep failing. It, you, you move up the ladder. Even if you're always going to feel like you suck, guess what? You'd suck for five years. You're going to look at someone who's starting and you'll be way better than them. Yeah. <laughs> someone just the other day was like, man, I suck this. I'm like, <laughs> and usually I have like some comforting thing and I was like yeah it doesn't stop you always yeah, suck yeah, you always and I just walked suck. away and that just, was it and I was like oh I probably wasn't very you should have put some context in yeah, that I one like, probably, like, I suck that. at a higher level than you suck really yeah. um yeah uh, but that was all I said and that, <laughs> I, I stood by that one and maybe who knows we'll see what manifests out hopefully of they figure it out yeah, yeah. maybe I should that but <laughs> nah they'll listen to this they'll know yeah, they'll know <laughs> alright how much time you got me up yeah I got a split ski alright that was a good one that was good. We're all right. Nice. All right. Well, uh, I guess see y'all next time. Until then, keep your coffee regular. Keep it on flip flop. Have a nice day.